Hammer time. Go well, good morning, Buffalo. It's Dominic Cortese, and Hammer Time Radio starts right here, right now. Good morning, homeowners, and welcome once again to Hammer Time Radio on WBEN. Dominic Cortese with you. Just a week away from the big grand opening day at Cortese Construction Services in our brand new Come Home to Cortese showroom. That's a week from today. We'll be broadcasting at 10 a.m. Ribbon Cutting uh, follows our broadcast. Uh, Cheesy Chick Food Truck will be there. And uh, Stagger Tours uh, starting after the show. And uh, go to our website, Cortese.net. There's a QR code there. Uh, that will link you to a website uh, to pick your tour time. So do that today so you don't get boxed out. Uh, The tour times are staggered every 15 minutes or so, and there's plenty of openings. Uh, We stretch it out uh, so no one would would miss out, but uh, but don't wait to the last minute. Do it today. Uh, Schedule your tour time, and uh, we're looking forward to having you come through our new home at 9074 Main Street in Clarence, two miles east of Transit Road. Uh, That's next Saturday, the 9th of October. Uh, Excited to be able to uh, finally show you the finished product. Today we have a special guest in studio, Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter. We're talking about getting your furnace ready for the upcoming heating season and a couple things that we're going to be featuring on what you need to be focused on to get going for the heating season. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Uh, You were telling me that uh, just like everybody else in the world, uh, you're having supply chain issues uh, for furnaces and yeah. generators. Yeah, just about everything. Um, and it's spotty, as you know. You never know when it's going to hit. But for the manufactured goods, such as the furnaces, air conditioners, and generators, it's been pretty steady for the past year with some pretty long lead times. But fortunately, we've been able to be proactive and stock up on a lot of equipment so we can be sure to take care of our customers. Are you seeing price increases in equipment as well? Uh, yeah, over the past 12 months, water heaters have gone up about 48%, furnaces anywhere from 25 to 32%, um, generators a little bit more modest, about 15%. Are there chips in any of these products that are affected because of the chip manufacturing shortage? Yeah, some of the equipment um, are just communicating capable, so they have Wi-Fi thermostats and things like that, so those have been in a little bit greater scarcity. Um, some of the manufacturers have taken those components out of the equipment. So, for example, on the generators, they have a Wi-Fi capability to them, but they've been manufacturing some of the units without them, mm-hmm. and they'll ship out a retrofit kit afterwards okay. once they become available. So you have a, a stockpile of, of product, so you're able to service your customers. Yeah, it's definitely moved us into a different business. We were yeah. mostly in the service business. Right. Now we're in the logistics and supply Isn't chain that business, something? too. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Fortunately, we had the space to do it and to be able to build up that inventory because, uh, for example, on the generators, some of the product has a 26 to 30-week lead time right now. What we have found is that uh, when an order comes in, we should place it promptly with the supplier to avoid a surprise price increase, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Most of our suppliers are pretty good at giving us some advance notice, but we did have one that actually... Any existing orders, they made the price increase retroactive on that uh, existing order. So we've been doing our best to keep our pricing down despite those price increases I mentioned. We've been buying smart and doing the things we could to save money elsewhere, Mm -hmm. so we're not passing that cost along to our customers. If you have a question about your furnace and getting it ready for the heating season, 803-0930, you've come to the right place at the right time. Outside Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBN. Our Orchard Park, uh, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board available as well with our call-in number being the same as our text number, 8030930. So getting your furnace ready for the heating season starts with a clean filter. Oh, absolutely. Every season starts with a clean filter. So making sure that it's been changed 
uh, even if you haven't used it that much this summer, you know, start the season with a fresh filter in there. Make sure it's the right filter for your system. Don't try and stack up multiple filters mm. for better air quality or something like that. Um, use, use the right filter that's there. Some filters can be too restrictive and can actually put strain on the blower motor and, and burnout components. So we learned, learned a lot about the term MERV uh, during COVID. And um, explain what MERV is and how much a homeowner should be focused on a high MERV rating. Sure. So a MERV rating is essentially the effectiveness of a filter at removing particles out of the airstream. So the higher the MERV number, the more effective it is at removing particles or small particles out of the air. And during a lot of what was going on in New York State uh, COVID-wise, they came out and said that MERV 13 or higher was effective at removing COVID particles out of the airstream. So if you're concerned about air quality, you know, really a one-inch filter, you're not going to achieve something that's MERV 13. Uh, you need something that's a thicker filter, usually a four or five inch wide filter in a separate media cabinet in order to get that level of filtration. Um, you can go up to you know MERV 16 or you can go with something even putting a HEPA system in the house, which would be a, a kind of a bypass configuration. You can also, there's a company locally that manufactures portable HEPA grade filtration units that you can put in the living space rather than have it in your furnace system. How important would you say this is to the average home? Indoor air quality has always been an issue. Prior to COVID, uh, mm -hmm. the EPA is rated indoor air quality, even in city areas, is worse than the outdoor air. Sure. And anybody that's had to wear a mask for more than a couple days and look at that mask and smell that mask, what it's like after that time period, realizes that, you know, the air we breathe, um, there's a lot of stuff in it. So it's very important not only for the people in the house, but to protect the equipment too, because you're trying to prevent the dust, the dirt, and all that stuff from getting into the furnace and building up on the heat exchangers, the blower motors, and things like that that can cause a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, when you talk about indoor air quality, a lot of towns, and this is, I'm finding is not a universal requirement, but a lot of towns require air-to-air -air exchange, fresh air induction into the furnace. How come that's not mandated everywhere? Uh, in some areas it is. Um, in Canada, I believe it is required for new construction. You're starting to see that more in new construction. Mm -hmm. um, or if there's a, a retrofit or upgrade in the house that's substantially affecting the substantial living area of the house. So what those systems are is they're introducing air from the outside of the house into the house, mixing it with the airstream in the house while at the same time taking stale air out and right. expelling it while maintaining the efficiency. Um, those are great systems, especially in newer construction where the houses are built a lot tighter. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting those natural air changes that we used to get. So this is a way of mechanically regulating the amount of air that we have going in and out of the house and improving the air quality in the house. Instead of opening a window, we have an air exchanger. Yeah, they referred to it at one point as the perfect window because you can regulate exactly what's coming in and out and program it for different times of day. Brian Ritter is our special guest this Saturday morning from Zenner and Ritter. We're taking your questions about your heating plant in your home, getting it ready for the upcoming season. And we'll be talking with Brian uh, about steps you can take uh, to avoid a breakdown in your furnace. And he's also going to update us on some code mandates that are coming that are going to change uh, some uh, uh, refrigerant uh, requirements and those kinds of things. We'll get into all of that this Saturday morning here on Hammer Time Radio. You know the number, 803-0930, outside Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBEN, or Orchard Park, uh, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. 803-0930 and always email me anytime hammertime at cortese.net and check out the cortese website everything we do is there our room additions our kitchen and bath renovations with our beautiful bella Cucina custom kitchen cabinet line better living sunrooms solar shades retractable awnings and our small projects all listed on our website or better than that stop in 
Uh, our grand opening day next Saturday, 9074 Main Street in Clarence. Good morning from Dominic Cortez. And before you pick up the hammer, before you pick up the drill, pick up the phone and give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. Before we talk to you, though, we're going to travel to the village of Hamburg and say good morning to the manager of the Lakeshore Savings Bank, Bank branch there in the village, Chris Horbaz. Good morning, Chris. Chris, are you there? All right, we seem to have lost. Dominic. Oh, there you are. How are you, Chris? Good. How are you doing today? Good, good. Uh, you know, the uh, rates continue to be at all-time lows. 2.5% continues for the home equity line of credit with no cost whatsoever. That's quite remarkable. But also, mortgage rates continue to inch downward as well. Dominic, mortgage rates are at all-time low. They're as low as 2.25 right now. I don't think that wow. we'll wow. see a time in the future that rates are lower. And that's for a 15-year term? Uh, that's for 10 and 15 years. Okay. How, how about a 30? 30, we're as low as 3%. Gosh. It's quite remarkable. You know, um, the last week I, I referred to it as, air quotes, free money. But, you know, when you think about it, it's so low, it's almost... It is almost free, especially when you get the write-off on the interest. Um, a lot of people are asking me the difference between a cash-out refi, uh, Chris, and a home equity line of credit. I guess the big spread is there's some cost with the cash-out refi that you don't have with the line of credit, and then you get that fixed rate for the full term on the, uh, the cash-out. Yes, uh, home equities are generally variable. And when you do a cash-out refinance, we go up to 80% loan-to-value, and you have that fixed 25 2.75%, 3% for a full 15 or 30 years. And if you're worried about a monthly minimum payment, you can amortize a mortgage for 30 years and have the lowest monthly payment possible. What would it, If you were to guess on a $200,000 house, uh, what would a cost uh, be for a cash-out refi? Um, closing cost? Four, yeah, five thousand, four okay. to five thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's the only real spread is you've got to account for that amount of money to um, justify whether a cash out is better than the uh, the home equity product. Yeah, and we can always go over what exactly sure. to pay in interest. All right, the phone number in the uh, Camberg branch is. You can reach me at seven one six six four six nine four eight zero. Repeat that for us. Six four six nine four eight zero. For one hundred and thirty years. Lakeshore Savings Bank, putting people first. Come and meet me down by the shore. Lakeshore. I'm Holly Robinson Pete. Many of you might not know this, but my 22 year old son has autism. So do I. My name is Kevin Rodez, and my intellectual difference makes me the passionate actor that I am. And I'm Mackenzie Cohen, a Paralympian with a developmental difference. Did you know that 97% of HR professionals say that employees with disabilities perform the same or better than their peers without disabilities? Yet still, the differently abled face so many employment challenges in this country. It is time we start building a workforce that works for all. A workforce that is diverse, inclusive, and equitable for those with intellectual differences. And for those with developmental differences, too. A workforce that recognizes that our greatest strengths lie in our differences. It is time we hire inclusively. Join us delivering jobs and the Sherm Foundation and creating pathways to one million jobs and leadership opportunities 
please visit deliveringjobs.org. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Hey, folks, Bulldog here. A window that needs to be replaced can wreak havoc on your home from heat loss to leaks. They can even cause security issues. When you need to replace windows quickly, call Express Windows for fast, easy, and affordable window replacement. Express Windows high-quality vinyl double-hung windows start at just $269, and military and seniors always get a 20% discount on top of their already low rates. Go to ExpressWindows.com or call 602-8500 for details. Express Windows, fast easy affordable I heard the covid-19 vaccine Do we really has know about the long term Did you read cut? that thing on the internet about There's a lot of talk about covid-19 vaccines talk to your doctor or healthcare provider to make the decision that's right for you Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for more. Brought to you by the Ad Council. If you're dealing with stuffy mornings and sleepless nights, the air in your home might be to blame. John Locke AC and Heating can help make your indoor air absolutely perfect with reliable Linux products. Call John Locke AC and Heating today at 716-894-6400 or online at JohnLockHeating.com. Everything for your garage is available at Gorilla Garage Gear. You can get a new garage door. You can have your garage door serviced. You can have an epoxy-coated floor installed like we did. And you can organize your garage with storage equipment and slat walls to hang tools. All available from Gorilla Garage Gear. And if you call them today and tell them Dominic sent you, they will give you a discount on either a floor or any combination. You can save some big money. Gorilla Garage Gear, 715-6927, GorillaGarageGear.com. $200 off if you have an epoxy-coated floor done, and more discounts if you combine that with a new garage door or storage equipment. GorillaGarageGear.com. Go, go, Gorilla. Everything for your garage is available at Gorilla Garage Gear. Call them today, 715-6927, and tell them Dominic sent you. And always remember to buy right the first time and buy from a Hammer Time partner. Ten twenty-three is the time on WBEN. This is Hammer Time Radio, and it's Dominic Cortez with my special guest Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter, talking about getting your furnace ready for the upcoming heating season. Give us a call eight zero three zero nine three zero. When a furnace sits um, all summer um, idle, and then you turn it on for the first time in the fall, um, what should you ex- expect to have happen? And why do people just assume, I mean, yes, we're all guilty of this, out of sight, out of mind, that things are just going to fire up and, and work as, as they uh, did the last season? Well, they should. I mean, some people, your furnace is operating throughout the summer if you have air conditioning sure. connected to it. 
but you haven't had those burners on. So sometimes when you first fire it up, you might get a little bit of a musty smell that comes as you burn off the dust or cobwebs or whatever else might have accumulated over the summer months. But that usually that should dissipate within moments. So mm-hmm. if something like that lingers, you definitely want to have it checked out. Um, I think most of us just have that expectation with modern appliances that it's going to work when we need it to. You know, when we get busy with life doing other things and you don't really think about the furnace, the thing in the basement, until it comes time to you need it. Mm-hmm. So preventative maintenance is an important um, direction for us to take the conversation, Brian. Um, how effective is that at forestalling and preventing you know, a breakdown that puts you without heat? Uh, it can be very effective. I mean, basically the goal is to try and encounter or catch a small problem before it becomes a big one. So if there's a component that's drawing the wrong amount of power, bearings are starting to seize up, It's there's a noise that you don't hear upstairs, but we catch downstairs when we're testing components as far as their electric draw and things like that, just so you don't have an untimely outage during the winter. But right. it's not so much that you need to have it done before you start your furnace or your heating system for the season. It's more about just having it done on an annual basis. You can have your furnace checked in June. Just get it done on an annual basis, like you're going to the dentist or anything well, else. Well, exactly. A counter, counter season is the right time to have it looked at, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah, because obviously when in the first cold day hits is when everyone picks up the phone and calls when something doesn't work. So you want to try and get things taken care of, not necessarily when you need it most with your air conditioner, your furnace, your generator. Uh, plan it uh, proactively. Do it um, you know, on an annual basis and get it taken care of. I'm sure, I'm sure COVID had an impact on delaying some new technology that's you know, go, uh, in formulated stage, stages, but uh, give us some insight as to what's coming down the line with uh, technology uh, for our furnaces. Sure. Well, I mean, obviously things continue to evolve as far as automation and having more Wi-Fi controls and things like that. Um, but that, again, is part of the problem of what sets back their production right now. But what the federal government is mandating as far as efficiency standards, we're going to see a couple different things happen. Uh, one is going to be the increase in the minimum SEER of residential air conditioning. So that is the SEER, the S-E-E-R, or the Seasonal Energy Efficiency Ratio. Higher the number, the more efficient it is. Right now, our minimum sear level is 13. It's going to move up to 14, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it changes the manufacturing process, requires different materials. Those units exist out there now, but there's also going to be a change in refrigerant coming, which we encountered going back years ago between R22 and phasing to R410A, which is the current refrigerant. That's a big thing. You know, you can't have the old systems take the new refrigerant. The new oh. systems can't take the old refrigerant, so it becomes a big manufacturing crossover. So you have to, what, replace your compressor? If if you have something go wrong with the system, obviously if your system's operating fine, yeah. then you just keep moving forward. What, Minor, if, you, what if you lost uh, refrigerant? So if you lost refrigerant, you know, what happened last time around with R22 is it should still be available. So you should be okay. able to repair that system. But right now where we are with R22, it can't be manufactured in the U.S. It can't be imported into the U.S. It can only be recycled and off reclaimed material. So it's very expensive to work with. Most of those systems at this point are probably at least 20 years old. I mean, they might be a little bit younger, but most of them that we encounter that have a problem are 20 years old. And at that point, it's kind of economic obsolescence where it makes more sense to replace a system. Walk us through what you have to do with uh, capturing refrigerant because you can't release it into the air. Correct. So we have specialized equipment in order to do what we call reclaiming the refrigerant that's in the system. So it's a specialized machine that we hook up to the valves on your air conditioning system and retrieve that into a certified cylinder in order to then take it to a reclaiming facility once we have a sufficient amount. So then they take that refrigerant and either properly dispose of it or they purify it and put it back out onto the market again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is something that you see coming when? Uh, as far as the change in refrigerant and the efficiency standards, we're looking at the time period of 2023, 2024, which sounds far away, but we've got 2022 knocking on our door already. So 
It'll be here before we know it. If there's people out there, what my advice would be, if you're thinking about a system in the next few years, I would honestly try and do it before that change takes place. We go back to the October surprise snowstorm when uh, <laughs> everyone uh, started to think about having a permanent generator installed. That's, I know, when I did. And we have one now, and, and your company services mine on a regular basis. Um, how f- much is that true where people don't think about having a generator installed until they have a power outage? Uh, You definitely see a spike in interest around a power outage, but I think they've become enough of an item that people are familiar with now. You know, when that October surprise storm hit, people didn't know that this option existed. Mm -hmm. Um, The equipment's much more refined now. There's ways to integrate it with solar. We actually have battery backup power systems in addition to the uh, the gas-powered systems. And it's um, just become a lot more popular. There's a lot of marketing out there around it as well. Generac is the has about 80% of the market nationally, and they've done a good job of increasing consumer awareness. So um, it's become a very popular item for people to add to their home. A common question about generators is how to size them to your need or to your home size or to your uh, what you're expecting to per- have perform during a, sh- a shutdown. Um, there's a formula that you have to do to rate the size of the generator based on the electrical consumption it's going to need. Correct. There's actually NEC codes. Those are national electric codes that dictate that the generator has to be able to support the connected loads in a certain fashion. So we can't just take a small generator and hook it up to power an entire house. Um, Usually the configurations are either what we're doing what we call an emergency load center or select circuit, where we're powering somewhere between 10 and 16 circuits in the house. So a circuit typically being each individual circuit breaker in your panel, or we can do the whole house configuration. So what, regardless of which configuration it is, we have to look at, as you indicated, what's connected. Do we have an air conditioner on there, mm-hmm. an electric oven, an electric dryer? Those are bigger appliances. we got to make sure that we have a generator that's sufficient for powering those appliances during an outage. Folks, if you want to talk about increasing the value of your home, more than likely a bath renovation is in your future. It's Dominic Cortese here. People love the look of a newly remodeled and modern bathroom, and the surefire sign of quality is a beautiful glass enclosure around your shower or bathtub from my friends at Twin City Glass. For over 50 years now, the Weinholz family at Twin City has been in the business of creating elegant, high-quality glass for your bathroom. Now, you might not think there are many options when it comes to glass, but trust me, there are, and only Twin City has a life-size showroom for you to explore and discover the ideal glass for you. Now, make sure you look at Basco and Flerco. Great names, great products, all on display at Twin City Glass. Add value to your bathroom and make a lasting impression. Call Twin City Glass, 694-3300. That's 694-3300. Stop in to their showroom in Willister Park. And uh, also, when you come by the grand opening uh, next Saturday, you'll see their displays in our showroom as well. Twin City Glass. And always remember to buy right the first time. And buy from a Hammer Time partner. Most financial advisors can provide a financial plan, but how many actually stick with that plan and guide their clients deep into retirement? Michael Heburn, Chief Operating Officer, Level Financial Advisors. At Level, our advisors are implementation specialists. Our team goes beyond the initial document and works with our clients to execute their plan throughout retirement. Level Financial Advisors experience can help you implement your financial plan for a successful retirement. Call or text now, 727-5047. That's 727-5047. Hi, it's Linda Pellegrino, host of Senior Radio. I've been getting to know Roxanne Sorensen. Roxanne is the owner of Elder Care Solutions of Western New York, the largest geriatric care management service in Buffalo. Roxanne and her staff have dedicated their lives and careers to 
finding solutions for Buffalo area seniors. If you're frustrated and not getting the answers you need, you must contact Roxanne at Elder Care Solutions now at 823-1476. That's 823-1476. Elder Care Solutions has the answers you deserve. I heard the COVID-19 vaccine has And the thing all... I heard about the vaccine... Sure, but still... do we really know about the long-term effects? Did you read that thing on the internet? You heard from his cousin that they don't... Okay. You're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or healthcare provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Senator Chuck Schumer is a fighter for New York. For education, transportation, and health care. He has fought for seniors and Medicare Advantage before, and we need him again. Because some people in Washington want to cut the best health care millions of New Yorkers have ever had. It could mean higher costs and cuts to the benefits we need. We just can't take that, especially now. Senator Schumer, we're counting on you to protect Medicare Advantage again. New York seniors will thank you. Paid for by the Better Medicare Alliance. 145 over 92. 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life, but I'm going to make it better. I'm coming back. Ask your doctor. Check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's Dominic Cortese here. You uh, can close your windows and shut your doors, but when cold weather starts creeping in from your roof, there's only one way to fix it. Call the people that fix roofs right. Call Ava Roofing. If you've got a leak or if your roof just doesn't look like it's up to the task of holding up 200 pounds of ice and snow, call Ava. When you call Ava, you get superior service and value because Ava's focus is on doing great work. That includes having an expert foreman on every job to ensure that the job is done and done properly. Call Ava Roofing today and get an on-the-spot written estimate and project drawing. There is no reason to get stressed out about the condition of your roof. Trust Ava's clean, prompt service. For roof replacement or repair, 343-ROOF. Schedule a free estimate today. 343-ROOF. That's 343-7663. Go to avaroofing.com and easily select a day, time, and type of quote you'd like. Ava Roofing, because every dollar saved counts. And always remember to buy right the first time and buy from a Hammer Time partner. Ten thirty-seven is the time on WBEN. You've got Dominic Cortez and Hammer Time Radio. My guest is Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter. We're talking about your furnace. Eight zero three zero nine three zero. That's the number to call as we travel to the island of Grand and say hello to Steve. Good morning, Steve. You're on WBEN. Uh, yes, gentlemen. I have a, uh, a furnace that's about uh, twenty-three years old now, and I have it serviced every year by the company that put it in. 
Great. And it's work, it seems to be working fine, but I'm a little scared. What do you think my life expectancy for something like that is? Hmm. Well, you're doing the right thing by taking care of it. So by having that maintenance done every year, I would expect it would last longer than the industry average. The industry average for a forest air furnace is approximately 17 years. Engineered design life, 20 years. But just because yours is older than that doesn't mean that it has to be replaced. If you're having it inspected, they're making sure that it's safe. It's not emitting carbon monoxide into the house or anything like that. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Its efficiency is still where it's supposed to be. I would keep marching forward with it until you have a problem that requires it to be replaced. Unless you're trying to get something that's more efficient, mm. no reason to replace something that's working. So well, what that scares me about the so, supposed more efficient or more complicated, too, are they not? Uh, it depends on what you have. Anything that's been manufactured in the past 25 years or so likely has some kind of circuitry or circuit board in it, um, possibly an induced draft motor. So the components are not that much different. Um, and the units that they put out now are reliable. You know, it's not the innovative design they came out with last year. These designs have been around for 20-plus years at this point. And what, approximately what would something like that cost to replace? Sure. Well, it's going to be a wide range depending on the system you select and how the complication, or I should say the level of difficulty of your particular replacement. But if you're budgeting for the replacement of a furnace, I would have a budget in mind of somewhere between 1800 and $3,500, depending on the model you select. So I know it's a wide range, but that's generally what you're looking at. And that's before any rebates or incentives that might be out there as well. Are there still rebates from where? National Fuel or from the manufacturers? Uh, there's actually from a lot of sources, but National Fuel, NYSIG, as far as mm -hmm. uh, your gas providers, and as well as the manufacturers, depending on the seasonality. That's great. That part I didn't know about uh, rebates like that. That's good. Yeah. Of course, the, 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 the seller would know that, I'm sure. Correct. Yeah. Right. All right, Steve. Thanks. Good question. Thank you. Steve's line is now free, 803-0930. When you talk about uh, replacing a furnace and you gave uh, an expected lifespan, it seems that everything today has a limited life. And yet when you think back, you know, to the 50s and even before with the advent of central heat, those plants really lasted a lifetime. Yeah, there wasn't much to them. There were very right. few safety devices. They were cast iron, very heavy heat exchangers. Now, they could only achieve sometimes 60% efficiency. The newer uh, systems have to be at least 80% efficient in order to achieve that. They have to use thinner walled materials. It's just not going to hold up the same. And if they made a furnace today the way they made it back in the 1960s, well, the, then your budget would probably be about 8000 to <laughs> 11000 Now, the, the question then begs, is this planned obsolescence or is it just a leaner form of manufacturing that, li li that leads to the limited life? I think it's the second part. Um, you know, the things that they have to do in order to meet the efficiency standards on the power consumption of the blower motor, the efficiency of the gas burners and things like that just lend itself to, you know, could they engineer something that could last 40 years? Sure, but... It's going to cost more. It's going to cost more, and, mm -hmm. and people would not go in that direction because of the average ownership span of a house. How focused should a homeowner be on the, you know, we, we seem to be front and center thinking about the percent efficiency that the furnace has. How important really is that? Not as important as the installation itself. So when you buy a furnace and let's say it's rated at 96%, that's in the perfect ideal laboratory setting when they're doing testing. If you take that furnace and you improperly size it for a house mm. or you don't set up the blower fan speed right or you don't adjust the gas pressure right, all of those things are going to cause it to not perform at that efficiency sure. level and most likely fail prematurely or, or have other problems. Good answer. Let's go to a cell caller. Dave, good morning. You're next. Yes, good morning. Hi. Um, Dominic, I, this, my name is Dave. I want to start by saying 
when I get into a hard job, I always think it's an in, it's a cinch by the end. There you go. <laughs> It'll get you through life. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, this is a question I have. Recently put a transfer switch in the power panel for 10 circuits can turn on and off. We're looking at getting a 7,500-watt generator. My concern is, with the furnace, the type of generator, we're looking at a Honda or a generator, is there a risk of bad, dirty power hurting the furnace? Good question. So we're talking about a portable generator application here, which is a gasoline-powered generator, which you would start up and plug into a manual transfer switch and transfer over on your, the homeowner has to be there for it. The portable generators sometimes can be not as clean as their power output. So the automatic home standby natural gas generators are very regulated in their power output. Um, but most modern, if you're if you're getting a decent portable generator, and you mentioned a Honda, and I think you mentioned a Generac, right. if you're if you're getting their mainstream models, not their construction models, you should get pretty clean power coming out. There are some furnaces out there that are very sensitive to the fact that if it's not a pure 60 hertz electric signal coming in, they actually won't recognize that electricity. They might not start up. Hmm. That's kind of an exception to the rule. That's not that common, but it can happen on certain models. Yeah, so, what we got is a Lennox furnace, and it's about 15 years old. Yeah, and actually Lennox is one of the ones that had that issue, I think, on some of their uh, G61 MPV models. Stupid question, David. Why wouldn't you consider a permanent standby? Well, we don't, because of the cost and the power we lose is like once a year. Yeah. We're getting a portable one, 7,500 watt. It's really a cost decision. Yeah. Gotcha. I know it's funny about that. Um, I don't know why, but where I live in Clarence, power's underground, but we have power outages regularly. And usually they'll last for half a day, three, three hours up to eight hours. Yeah, it's um, power outages are becoming more frequent and sometimes longer duration. Is that, why is that? Is there issues with the grid? Um, so I, I don't. My theory is that they don't do what they used to do with the grid as far as being proactive and replacing components. Sometimes um, they used to do a lot more about trimming uh, branches around the tr the lines mm -hmm. and replacing transformers. And now I think it's more reactionary. I mean, if you go out there, there's crews working all summer. They're definitely doing right. work, but I don't think it's to the same scale. Okay. Good. Is this something. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is there something when we go to buy a generator as far as like a code or a capability or something we should look at the generator to show that it's a clean power? Is it rated or not? Most of the units that you're looking at, you should be able to find a spec sheet uh, through the manufacturer that tells you what its deviation is. So they'll give you a plus or minus of on the, the distortion it might get as far as its power output. Is there like a bracket of deviation I should be looking at within you know such a percentage or something to prevent a furnace from being damaged? Um, you know, unfortunately, with sensitive electronics, anything can damage them. If you, you know, for, the, for example, with a portable, if you allow that to run and it starts running out of gas, you get a generator all of a sudden oh, yeah. it's dropping out and surges oh, yeah. back up. That will definitely cause some problems in the house if that happens. Um, so it's it's more issues like that than just the general operation of the generator itself mm -hmm. that I'd be concerned about. All right, thanks for the question, Dave. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye. 8030930, David's line is now free as we travel next to Cheektowaga and say hello to Janet. Good morning, Janet. You're next. Yes, good morning. I have a little problem with my furnace, and it's, it seems to be working now, but I don't know if it's going to last all the winter. In the spring, I, uh, towards the end of the season, it, my furnace was banging, 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 like somebody was hitting it with a hammer. That's how it sounded from upstairs, or, because it's in the basement, you know. And... Uh, I just want to know 
what you think of this? Any opinion or anything else? It was doing that constantly while it was operating, not just when it started up, but throughout the entire operation? I know. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Was it a constant noise? Yes, for about a half an hour or, or better. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's hard to say, but there could be a few things going on there. You know, when you get a noise like that, I would suspect that something's going on with the blower motor mm-hmm. in the system or the blower wheel. Um, so it, it could be anything from a filter that got pulled in there and, and got... Uh, we put a new filter in. Okay. And you just want to make sure that none of the components of the old filter somehow made it way, its way into the, the blower compartment. Um, but usually when you get a noise like that, it's ductwork-related or blower motor-related. It could be sometimes when the motor, if it's older, is starting to heat up, you know, you, you might get a noise. Um, How old is the furnace, uh, Janet? Oh, six or seven years old. Okay. okay that's not I that would old. call the installer. You want to make sure you get that service before we get into the heart of the heating season because you might end up uh, having a cold night. That, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, get it serviced before, you, uh, before too long. Okay, well, I did call the furnace man. I had him once before. Hmm. but And I had an appointment with him, but he, he hurt his foot so he couldn't come, so... I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, hoping nothing's going to happen until he... Well, you can give Brian a call. <laughs> he's pretty prompt about scheduling his service. Okay, well, thank you very much. Okay, Janet. Okay. Janet's line now available at 803-0930. When we come back, we'll travel to East Aurora and talk to Chris, and we'll talk to you right here on WBEN. Well, we're talking furnaces today, and that relates directly to having your ductwork cleaned. Peter Gordon joins us on the live line from Indoor Air Professionals. It's so important as we talk about the uh, the beginning and the advent of the heating season to think about having your ductwork cleaned. Uh, it's been uh, sitting idle, or it's been uh, air conditioning your house. And, of course, in the air conditioning season, you can deal with the moisture that adds to the collection of debris. And now as we fire up for heat, we need to get that debris cleaned out. And the only definitive way to do that is with a patented column duct cleaning system. They will blast all the gunk off the sidewalls of your ductwork and with negative pressure suck it out and leave you with a fresh scent of Canberra gel. I'm sure Brian would agree that clean ductwork can definitely lead to a, a nice, uh, a cleaner operation of your furnace. Absolutely helps the furnace. And, uh you know, the people in the house, but it's, you know, think of your countertops in your house. You wipe those down daily. When's mm-hmm. the last time you wiped down your ductwork? There you go. Good morning, Mr. Gordon. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Brian. You sound fantastic on the radio. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. I've learned a lot. I was able to listen to bits and pieces. But uh, anyways, yeah, it's uh, duck cleaning season, and, um, you know, we've been at it for 29 years, and so uh, um, it's... <laughs> All the reactive people are calling in now, yeah. but uh, we, we'll entertain that. Uh, we're all, we can still get you in uh, before the end of October, so it's about three to four weeks out. Okay. Um, but more importantly, um, I guess there's a you know some more rain in the forecast. And uh, is your uh, high capacity dehumidifier still running, Dominic? Yeah, it does, and then it nicely uh, shuts off too, which tells me that it's uh, got to the level of humidity uh, that we've set it at, uh, which means it's working. Yeah, I mean, most people just don't get it in the fact that, yeah, they're a little bit more expensive. Uh, however, the energy savings and the fact that they'll, uh, with a five-year bumper-to-bumper warranty and last, uh, you know, up 10 to 15 years, uh, they start to pay for themselves in about four years. It's a great thing. But more importantly, as far as breathing and healthy air goes, uh, is the uh, medical-grade air purification uh, devices. We have the portables that cover 1,200 square feet, and, of course, the 
inline units with the DFS technology, which is 40 times more efficient than HEPA filtration mm-hmm. by the simple calculation of HEPA does 0.3 micron particle sizes, 99.99%, and the DFS uh, air purifiers do 0.007 uh, micron particles. Um, so they're just uh, they're amazing as far as helping people to breathe easier and, of course, being able to trap the coronavirus as well, which is 0.08 to 1.6 microns, so the HEPA's missing a lot of that. 683-3000, that's the number you're going to get ready to call for the extra special Hammer Time Radio discounts for the first Saturday of October. What's it going to be? Okay, so yeah, we still have the all-inclusive with the duct cleaning and dryer vent. I realize some people clean their own dryer vents and uh, replace them. It's a pretty simple process, but in some cases it's not if they run through a crawl space. But uh, we have, you can save anywhere on that package um, from $75 to $125, depending on the size of the house and the cost. And uh, we also continue to have a great stock of the medical-grade air purifiers and the high-capacity dehumidifiers at $300 off each. Okay. Great prices, uh, great discounts. Only you can get them. 683-3000. Call Peter today. Got IAP? Get it today. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Sal Capaccio here. When you want the best decision for your vision, that's ECVA. ECVA is Western New York's total eye care provider, serving children, adults, and seniors alike. Think of them as the medical pros for your eyes. There are four offices and optical shops in Williamsville, Orchard Park, 
Elmwood Village and Niagara Falls are all equipped with state-of-the-art diagnostic equipment and full surgical capabilities, including no shot, no stitch, no patch cataract surgery, as well as same-day emergency services. Call 631-EYES or visit ecbaicare.com. Demand for RVs is at historic levels, and Camping World and Gander RV can get you camping today. Don't wait months for your RV. We have nearly 30,000 factory fresh RVs in stock ready to hit the road. See America for less with thousands of RVs available for less than $5 a day. Plus, come in today and put $0 down and make no payments for 90 days. Go enjoy the outdoors. Visit your local Camping World or Gander RV to start your adventures today. Woodward prohibited. See dealer for details. Offers expire 10 10 21. So next Saturday, when you come by our grand opening, you're going to also be able to see a lot of our um, Mark Hammer Time Partners products, and including Big L's uh, windows on our building. Yep, the uh, Marvin uh, window is what we use in our building. And uh, we use the Essential window. It's a fiberglass in and out, and it's a great product, 30-year uh, lifespan, if not more. Uh, looks great in our building. It could look good in your home, too. If you'd like to see the Marvin Window product line, then head to Big L Windows and Doors at 2727 William Street in Chictawaga. Their phone number is 895-8484, the website BigLWindows.com. And when you're there and you run into Bill Horbett Sr., first of all, congratulate him on getting married. Uh, that's today, actually. And uh, ask him what's his philosophy in doing business. He'll shrug his shoulders and he'll say, just do the right thing. And that's what it's all about at Big L with their total trust guarantee. Marvin Windows, Thermatrue Doors at Big L Windows and Doors, 2727 William Street in Chictawaga, 895-8484, BigLWindows.com. And always remember to buy right the first time and buy from a Hammer Time partner. We've spent the hour with Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter, and uh, you can find them online, zennerandritter.com. And uh, the phone number? 833-2463 or 832-SAVE. Okay. We'll go to East Aurora now, as promised. And Chris, good morning. We're at your house. Good morning. Um, we have um, electric radiant baseboard heating, and we've had it for like 50 years. And I'm wondering, has there been any improvements that we should upgrade? You must be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> How expensive are your electric bills? Um, well, they're not real bad because our house is insulated really well. Okay. What I would suggest considering or looking into is the New York State Clean Heat Program, um, the high-efficiency heat pump system. So a lot of people refer to these as ductless units. Mm -hmm. You don't need ductwork in the house to install them. They would both heat and cool your house and do so much more efficiently than the system you currently have in place. Maybe not replace what you have altogether, but mm -hmm. something that would be supplemental. The, supplemental or be the, more of the primary heat mm -hmm. with the baseboard being the supplemental. Good idea. Um, but substantial so rebates So mini-split is another term for those, right? Yes, mini-split is another term for the ductless systems. Mm -hmm. Those are great, and they're, they're, they're great to be used in applications where you just can't get ductwork in. Um, or, for example, if you have hot water baseboard and you want to add air conditioning, that's a great way to do that, too. Yep. You have a three-season room that you want to make into a four-season mm -hmm. room. Um, you have a room above a garage that doesn't isn't as comfortable as the rest of the house. There's a lot of different applications for them, but they're becoming more popular as a whole house solution as well. So definitely something to look into. Uh, Mitsubishi is one of the prominent right. products that's out there. If you look at their website, you'll get an idea of what we're talking about. Okay. And what was that, New York State? The New York State Clean Heat Program. Okay. 
All find right. that online, I would think, by just Googling it? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. There's Thanks for no improvements to, to electric baseboards at all. Technology. Not really. Uh, resistant heat is resistant heat, so that really hasn't changed much other than the new ones might look uh, cleaner. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> all right, Chris. Thank you. Good luck with that. Thank you. Let's travel to Wheatfield and uh, chat with uh, Michael. Good morning, Mike. You're next. Yes, my question is, can using a too high uh, a MERV value, like 1600 in a furnace filter, can that damage your furnace? So uh, typically you might be talking about like a MERV 16 filter that's out there. And again, depending on the ductwork and the settings on your furnace, it can have an impact on the blower motor. Most importantly is not allowing that filter to become clogged or plugged. If it gets restricted and is restricting airflow, it can cause motors to overheat and potentially burn out, especially with the more efficient uh, variable speed or ECM blower motors. So I, I would, it, you know, to answer the question, we'd really need to know what the ductwork is in the house. MERV 16 filters should be okay, but more important than anything else, regardless of the filter, just make sure that it's clean and checked and changed regularly. Okay. okay. Thank you, Mike. A texter writes, uh, please explain what a furnace check covers. Yeah, and that's going to vary depending on the system you have in your house, forced air, boiler, which model it is, high efficiency, mid-efficiency, how it's vented. You know, the big things that we're looking at when we're coming out of the house are mostly inside that cabinet. So what are certain components doing as far as the igniter, pressure switches, flame sensors, burner operation, blower motor, things like that. Mm-hmm. Not a place that the homeowner should really be venturing into for, for the most part. But what can the homeowner do? You know, what should everybody be doing if they can't, you know, they don't want to get someone out to the house? The big things to check for the high-efficiency furnaces that vent out the sidewall of the house, check that venting on the outside mm-hmm. of the house. Make sure a shrub hasn't grown up over the summer, a bag isn't over it or something like that. Make sure that's clear. Well, the lawn clear. service didn't dislodge it. Yeah, something like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just look for any obvious signs of problems in the basement. Make sure your flues are connected to the chimney or to the outside of the house. Make sure there's no water on the floor around the system and keep an ear out for any of those odd noises. Well, Brian, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for enlightening us on uh, the heating se- season coming up. Great. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Be sure to uh, check out zenerandritter.com for their services. And we're excited to be able to see you next Saturday at our brand-new building, 9074 Main Street in Clarence, as we broadcast from there next Saturday. Be sure to go online to cortese.net on that QR code. It'll lead you to a website to register for your scheduled uh, staggered tour time. Cheesy Chicks Food Truck will be there and our ribbon cuttings at 1115 after our broadcast. All the chamber members will be there. Some dignitaries will be there for that, too. So an exciting day for the Cortese family next Saturday, and we'll see you then. In the meantime, have a great week. Go Bills. And always remember that life may be hard by the yard, but by the inch. It's a cinch.